0: I guess before we started, maybe would you like to share a bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, uh hi John. Thanks for uh inviting me mm. here. Uh I, my name is Amos. Uh currently I'm a year for SUSS social work student yeah. doing my honors and thesis here. Uh right now uh I'm uh professionally I'm a social worker and mm-hmm. i uh, my interest uh revolves around uh inequality, uh community development and youth development. Like that's like my um, area of interest uh within the social sector space. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hobbies include I enjoy sports, hiking, reading, and uh, coffee making. Yeah, wow. so that's that's about me. Yeah.
0: Wow, wow, wow. That's that's really interesting. Thanks so much, Ava. So I mean, today we also wanted to talk about your work with OpenChill. Do you want to share a bit about what OpenChill is?
1: Mm, yeah, so OpenChill is actually a, a telegram channel where we yeah, share yeah. about uh, events in the social sector. So events uh, such as uh, uh, probably talks by NUS about inequality, or there could be uh several panel discussion from different organizations uh talking about different social causes. So our channel seeks to promote these events uh, mm-hmm. every Monday. So we promote five events every Monday for uh, our uh, community to uh go to encourage our community to go for these events la, with mm-hmm. the uh with the idea that you know uh they can get uh, uh they can get better understanding of different social causes of their interests and hopefully uh, from there it motivates them to take action, be it having conversations with their friends, uh, volunteering, donating, or all sorts of any kind of contribution in that sense.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay, sure. And, and that sounds really exciting, you must. So wanted to ask, what is the motivation behind this? Like why did you start this?
1: <clears throat> yeah, so I think to clarify, uh, I wasn't the one who uh, started Open Geo, it started mm-hmm. by uh, Amelia, who is the founder. Uh, she's a sociology major uh, student. La. So back then during her university days, uh, mm. because she takes sociology, right? So all these social issues, events connected a lot with her. So she yeah. will go for all these events and things like that. But, through, uh, but usually she go for these events uh, alone. La. And then mm. uh, she met different people uh, doing different uh, work within the space, be it through volunteering or, or, or people who are working professionally, having their own social enterprises, or even mm-hmm. uh, uh, fellow sociology students, social work students, psychology students like herself. So she met all these equally interested people uh, who wants to find out more about the different social causes. And she felt yeah. connected with these people, right? Because like. Besides school, school stuff, like people are actually willing to spend time over the weekends to find out more about these causes. So she mm. felt connected with the people she met there. And she decided she wanted to spread this connection further la, to, yep. to other people. So it really begins very spontaneously. Uh, so she started a poll on Instagram asking, you know, whether there's anyone who would love to um, join this Yeah. Uh, uh, telegram channel if she create one that promotes social mm. events because there's mm-hmm. so many telegram channels right, on food on like uh, discounts on date ideas and things like that so she created this poll and 100% said yes la. so it really started out spontaneously and then it started in 2018 end of 2018 about that, and then mm-hmm. it slowly uh, grew uh, to uh, a number of about 4,300 uh, subscribers right now. So um, it really started without any long-term plan. And then as we, throughout this few years, right, we had mm-hmm. different also uh, different ideas or like, we thought, okay, it, it isn't really a community, right? Because the channel is really one-sided. It's mm-hmm. really uh, a, a bot telling you to go for this event. right? But mm-hmm. for us to really call it a community, we require to in we require more interaction among people. Mm-hmm. So that's how we started organizing our first event, Open Joe, OpenZA, and we start to run different events like National Day Party and things like that. So slowly, you know, we get more people to to interact among the space, to find synergy. And I think the 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 thing about the main thing is really people won't feel like, you know, uh, that uh, that they are alone in caring for certain causes like, and they are able to find like-minded people. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> and so mm. that's how everything's up. Uh, so for me, how I yeah, joined, Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how I joined was really because uh, I came from a A-level business background. Yeah. and After that, subsequently, I joined a social work major in SUSS. So I chance upon this channel uh, yeah. because my friend forwarded one event to me. Which is about inequality. So after I scroll through the channel, I thought it was really interesting. Like there's so much like um interesting events related to social, uh, social issues and even social entrepreneurship, which really mm-hmm. aligns with the topics that I'm interested in. So one day they call for volunteers, and then I decided to join to see like oh what what is this channel really about? So mm-hmm. I join, and then slowly I I'm now kind of. Uh, supporting their community outreach team, uh, which means their social media side, how to uh, get more people to join the community and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, as, as time goes by, I I get more involved and then I become like one of the uh, so-called main volunteers la. Yeah, because we are all volunteers, right? So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing that, Amos. That sounds Really inspiring. It sounds like a lot of work. I mean, as as you reflect on this journey, what, what has been particularly difficult for you?
1: Mm, yeah. I think what's difficult for me is um the fact that I'm working full time uh-huh. and studying. Yeah. So so it makes it hard to balance already, right? Then mm. I, I like, a bit cake like I go and add more things on my plate, right? So balancing this. Uh, has been sometimes difficult, especially when we organize events, right? There's a lot of coordination needs to be done. Um, there's a lot of lazon and uh, I think balancing can be quite difficult sometimes. Um, there, are, I think I can remember like a few times where I feel really quite same. Then I just, like, yeah, I just want to like, quit and things like that. But then I think the people that work together with me, I think, kept me going. La, and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, um, I think another thing that's difficult is also trying to get people who, uh, who probably are not in the non-profit or social sector space uh, to care about social issues. So I think that's been, in a sense, one of the challenging parts also to think about ways on how to get people to, who initially do not care to mm-hmm. start caring about social issues. Because as you go for all these events, right, it can be quite... Um, it can look to chamber sometimes, where yeah. when you keep going it's always the same people and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. really been a challenge to, to get people to think about ways on how to get people who are totally not in touch or not in the space right, to get involved or to care about such issues. Yeah, I mean like when I share with my friends starting business about poverty right, they're telling me, how Singapore got poor people, man? Ayah, they are just lazy, la, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. So I think in that sense, um to, to get people to start care who totally are not in touch, to start caring and
0: contribute can be quite tough. La. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And when you when you talk about that, uh that, that is uh important, like people might not care about social issues because it seems invisible. Uh, or they don't see it, right? I mean, you might talk about something like homelessness, uh, and, and people might think, oh, are there really homeless people in Singapore? So, I mean, what what have you or your team been doing to try and engage more people and to perhaps help them to understand that maybe there's a problem?
1: Mm. I think through our events that we organize, we really try to uh, to organize events that talk about social causes, uh, and we try. So I think one way we do is our events are very uh, participant participant driven. Mm. It's not the typical like uh, uh, panel discussion or or like uh, I think most of the events are panel discussion mm-hmm. kind of events where it's a bit like a lecture, right? You just yeah. Sit there and, and that professor or that expert start talking. Yep, I yep. think um, a lot of our events, we, we want to make it participant-driven where it is easy access and people come in. You If you don't know about all these social issues, you can have conversations with different, different people. Yeah. Um, you may not know whether they are professionals, whether they are uh, experts in that sense. Mm. Uh, they may be people who are first-time uh, first time in touch with the space. So mm. by having this kind of partic- participant uh, conversation-driven style, right? I think mm. it makes it a lot easier for people. It makes the barrier of entry uh, lower and it also allows people to really uh, get curious, ask questions, and have conversations. Lah. So with that being our main, main um, ethos behind our events, I think that's also one way we try to get uh, people who totally are not in touch to come and have conversations. Yeah. Mm, um, mm, yeah. Mm, because mm. sometimes, you know, in panel discussion, when they ask, Is there anyone want to ask a question? Yeah. It can be quite da- daunting, right? To, yeah. Like, and to ask questions. Um, but of course, with Zoom, it's a lot easier right now. La. Yeah. So I think that's one way we try to do it. Uh, another way is. Uh, we actually try to feature uh, volunteers on our Instagram. Uh, so, so um, the main uh, principle behind featuring volunteers is that we want to show people that uh, we want to show people that uh, uh, volunteering is not just about giving. It's not just about this very kind-hearted person giving and giving and things like that. We want to shape volunteering in a way that people are kind of uh, learning something from their experience, and uh, and because so many media spotlight, many many times media spotlight is of, often on founders, but it doesn't like emphasize the hard work and uh, that volunteers put in. So mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we feature volunteers so that we want to allow our followers to see that you know through volunteering you can also gain something out of it. You can learn something, you can learn different skill sets, you can learn um, about the social issue, you can even make friends, build communities, and that kind of thing. So, through that, we hope that more people who haven't stepped forward will see that, oh, you know, volunteering does not always mean that I'm giving my time, you know, um, it, it can be something that can be enriching for me as well. So, mm. we hope that through that, more people. Uh, our audience, our Instagram followers or uh, anyone who sees that post will uh, be willing to step forward and also try and uh, volunteer
0: in that sense lah, to get in touch. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <coughs> wow. Yeah, thanks Thanks for sharing that. So, Amos, for you, right, as you do this work with OpenJoke, what have you been surprised by? Mm.
1: Surprised, okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think... Through Openture, um, doing the work with OpenJo, I got the opportunity to connect with a lot of people, right? Uh, mm. Really because I'm trying to uh, showcase their, their work, I'm trying to organize event to get them to join us, to share about certain causes and things like that. What I'm really surprised is um, how young people these days are, are really, they are so driven, you know, like they are not even paid and they are giving so much of their time, um, and that could look like starting ground-up initiatives um, on their own and really uh, fighting for different causes that they care for, um, speaking truth to power, being very vocal about things, mm-hmm, uh, doing, mm-hmm. the, doing the hard work of researching uh, systems gaps, of mm-hmm. like really knowing the thing and, and sharing with that community, um, going to the ground and do the work. La. I think that has been very, really um, surprising for me how many young people today how, how much young people are willing to contribute like it's no longer about you know the five C's right in the past that's like oh you need cash you need condo you need car. yeah yeah I, yeah right? but i yeah. think that narrative has has long has long been expired now i think young people today they want to contribute they want to do something for society and if you look at the environmental space uh, i mean me myself, to be frank, um, <clears throat> I am not a very environmental friendly person to begin with. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but from okay. my from my observation of like the space itself, um, there's really young people as young as JC, 16, 8, sorry, 17, 18 years old people, yeah. you know, really organizing all the environmental groups coming together, holding, you know, a uh, green, green uh green town hall sessions organizing
0: yeah, yeah. it's really been quite an eye-opening uh, to see so you you see a lot of this like ground up initiatives and open show tries to put all of that together and invite people for this event <coughs> so from your experience uh, what, what is your advice for other young people who are actually looking to start their own initiatives in the sector
1: yeah um, I think <clears throat> I, I don't know if I'm the right person to give advice right but I think <laughs> uh, what what I would think is in would be helpful is really know why you start. No, knowing why you start your initiative is extremely important because I feel that that why will keep your initiative sustainable uh, will keep you going when you know um when 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 times are difficult when you have limited bandwidth. I think that why will really keep you going after a long while because you know maybe now you're very free. You think oh I want to start something and then when you start but then you know as time goes by life happens you probably as a uni student your exam will be will come around the corner. It's just a matter of time or as a working adult, uh, mm. your, your work will get power. And then at that point of time, you'll, you'll probably be like, what's more important, right? You'll start prioritizing. And then you might even think of, ayah, ayah, I just let go of whatever I just started. right? But if you know why you started, right, I think that's a very powerful driving force. Right? Um, I think second thing uh, as to sharing with people like who probably want to start their own initiative, um, I think my, my thoughts are that um, you don't have to start your own initiative to contribute long. No. Yeah. To mm. me, I feel like impact can look like having conversations with your friend about, about things that uh, that they might not know and mm. you might have knowledge about. So it can look like um uh, going for events and and sharing that knowledge with people who may not. Mm. Uh, go as of go these events together with you, sharing with your friends because every conversation you have shifts certain things within people, and I think that works for me also. Um, when uh, I went to my first rental flat in Singapore, I was really yeah. shocked, right? And I think one event where I went to uh, what I took away was you can't unsee what you see, and I think that's that struck me quite a lot, la. like, and then I start questioning, like, it hey, um, like, why is there poverty in Singapore? Why why do I not know there's poverty in Singapore? Yeah, and things like that. So I think um, when I share these things with friends who are probably in accounting and banking and things like that, I think it really kind of helps to also break that stereotype uh, based on what I understand. Yeah, and similarly, mm-hmm. people have been sharing with me, right, like people who are very environmental um, who are doing work in the environmental yep. also share with me things about carbon footprint and things like that so I think all this uh, you don't need to start initiatives initiative to make impact yeah
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah thanks thanks so much Amos so I'm wondering knowing that you have so many things to do how do you actually sustain your motivation to keep doing the great work that you do
1: yeah, I think the theme is very important. Um, mm. I don't I, I really don't have a very clear-cut answer to it. But I think one reason one reason behind why I stay is the why, right? Because I know that I want yeah. more people to be aware of social issues, and that's my why. Because back then I was also very ignorant. Yeah. Mm. When I first started about, yeah, about social issues. And my second reason why I stay on is really because of the people, the team that I work with. And I think uh, the, the team of people that I work with, they themselves also have like, a lot of things on their plate. But I think it's these people who I work with uh, who, are, despite the multiple things on their plate, they are still very enthusiastic about wanting to learn more about social issues. To continue spreading, uh, mm-hmm. uh, all these things to people in Singapore to encourage more people to take action. Um, the team dynamics, law. like we are all very chill. We don't write like, really hard, hard, push. You know, we understand that all of us are giving our time. We, mm. we, we, we are not just task oriented. Like our team, we, we, when we meet, we don't just really talk about oh, you should do this, I should do that and we end the meeting kind of thing yeah. we really get to know one another about things we care about and then subsequently I think from, from kind of like a working relationship we slowly transit into very close friend, uh, close friendships and I think because of this uh, it kept me uh, going also because mm-hmm. these are people that close uh, friends now. Yeah.
0: yeah, sure, sure yeah, thanks so much for sharing that perspective to community development and ground up initiatives and more importantly about sticking with your why. So before we ended, Amos, was there anything you wanted to share that I haven't asked? Mm. Yeah, uh, I
1: actually I I yeah I want to do a shameless plug. Uh, sure, if, sure. If anyone who is listening to this um uh if you are curious what's Open y'all can go to your telegram. Yeah, uh, you okay. can type Open to it's, uh The logo is a smiling face. It's a telegram channel. Uh, y'all can subscribe. Uh, we have two events coming up on June. One, one event in June uh, is something that we organize ourselves. Another event on National Day, which is our annual uh, ground up party where we collaborate with a few partners in the space. Uh, this is our third run, National Day Ground-Up Party. So on National Day, uh, if you are interested to find out more about the social sector in terms of the good work that a lot of people are doing, uh, that's where we uh, gather all these people to showcase their work, to have conversations with, with everyone. Uh, um, and another channel you can go to uh, is Volunteer Joe. So Volunteer Joe, we share about uh, volunteering and internship opportunities uh in the social sector through Mm. uh and the organizations we share about can be a vwo can be a social enterprise or ground up initiative Mm -hmm. so those are the two channels you can look up for if you're interested to find out yeah thanks
0: sure thank you so much for your time this evening amos really appreciate it thank you
1: thank you thank you thanks